This is the Rich Eisen Show. Three seconds to go. We're tied at 90. Here comes Suggs. Long three for the win. Oh! Bangs at home. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Iron Eagle here on the Rich Eisen Show. Jalen Suggs could easily be the number one pick in the draft. Could be one. It could be two. It could be three. He's, he's going to be a legitimate NBA player. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests. CBS Sports broadcaster Jim Nance. Plus, from NBC Sports, Peter King. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All righty, everybody. Welcome to the first Monday of April 2021. Very excited to be here with you in Los Angeles, California. Uh, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial if you call us. Be gentle with us. Uh, and here's the reason why. Uh, Chris Brockman, Mike hey. Del Tufo, good to see good to you see guys. Guys, what's up? Uh, TJ Jefferson, good to see you uh, over do, there in your, in your Callaway corner. Yes, sir. Excited to have Callaway oh. back here on the Rich Eisen Show. They've seen, they seen my greatness at putting, and they're like, we got to get back we with gotta you. we got to get back. Yeah. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait to yeah. yeah. so You're welcome, is what I'm saying. Uh, you're welcome. So uh, the reason why you need to be gentle with us, be gentle with us, uh, there was an earthquake here this morning, and um, all of us are from the East Coast. Freaks me out still to this very time. Didn't feel uh, it. Oh, no. you didn't feel it, huh? No, I did. I did. It, I like it, it though. It was yeah, at yeah. it was at four Moses Malone this morning. Faux, faux, faux in the morning. Four forty four in the morning. And man. it was four oh on the Richter. Yeah. So it was a lot. This, today's Rich Eisen show is brought to you by the number four. <laughs> and also seeing the uh, the life flash before our eyes. It's the month of April. It's, it's the it, fourth baby. month. It's Four, the yeah. fourth month. <laughs> the fifth day. Yes. We just missed that. Also, I, I guess that is the uh, the aftershock of the seismic event that happened to UCLA on Saturday night. I know. How about that for a little twist, a little turn? How about that game? Be gentle. Oh. So we so how many times in our lifetime or have, or our shows like this one? How many times that you hear uh, the phrase "instant classic" and you're like, okay. <laughs> Okay, because there was just some wild finish. Instant classic. This was an instant classic. Gosh. Yeah. Remember the old ESPN classic network? Yes. And there would be something called an instant classic. Immediately replay. Boom. That'd be on, that would have been on last night if, you know, ESPN had the rights. But boom. Unbelievable. It was incredible. Game. And it's not just because of the way it ended and the fact that it went into overtime, but it's it's, it's the crazy reversal role reversal it was an excellent episode of the old odd couple back in the day role reversal <laughs> where where oscar was neat and felix was, oh, was yeah. messy and, and it's role reversal ucla with 19 gajillion national championships cinderella gonzaga the big behemoth <laughs> the big behemoth with an opportunity to win in a manner that we haven't seen since 1978 Right, Indiana Six. going under seventy six. Pardon 76, me, yeah. it's nineteen seventy six. Indiana going undefeated, and so and, and Gonzaga. I'll tell you this, man. Boy, is Gonzaga talented? Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, team. are they talented? Stacked. Boy, are they just deep, and they and they and they are as Bill Walton said, and I'll do my best here. They are like the seventy Celtics. They are like Mozart or. The Grateful Dead or a symphony, they do really work. They are some of their parts, and the parts are individually remarkable. They really, really are. And the coach, Mark Few, is a yeah. humble guy who knows how to put everybody together and that there is no I in Gonzaga, and let's go. And UCLA, you want to talk about a, some of their parts? What a run. 
Because yeah. that's the part of this thing, too, is what led up to UCLA to make this game, to go from the first four to the final four. What led up to everything for UCLA leading to this season because of them being down and out and not UCLA anymore. And that's how they come into the game, and that's how they meet, and then they play this game. And it was obvious from the start that the UCLA that we saw in the first four to the final four had shown up in the final four. We saw the defense, the switching. We saw Juzang making all the shots. We saw Tiger Campbell make all the plays. We saw we saw it all, we saw it all working. We saw it all working, and even though Gonzaga had a one-point lead, it was the, the UCLA was playing the proverbial perfect game, and the I'd sign for that game if you're a fan. I'd sign for being down by one and a half. I'd be signed for forcing an overtime, certainly the way that Gonzaga had been playing. And they were playing out of their minds, too. Everybody brought their EA games, and I'll say this about Drew Timmy. I'll say this about him. He can... Boy, does he have it all. He's really super talented. And he might not be the most talented guy on the team, obviously. Jalen Suggs, we have sure. we know about him. But this guy, you know what he's got too? Which is amazing for Gonzaga. He's got a touch of the Leitner in him. He's got a touch of the look at me, fingers up in the air. Yeah. Let me move. Let, let me touch my mustache. facial hair. Yeah. <laughs> let me pound my chest because I just had an and one 15 minutes into the game. You know, he's yeah. got he's got a touch of the Leitner in him. A little bit. Leitner had a nasty streak. I though. know he did. I'm j- I'm not saying it's that's why it's a touch of the yeah. Leitner. I'm saying I'm saying he's Christian Leitner. Touch of the Leitner is a good fantasy team name if you're playing college <laughs> right. basketball fantasy. Touch but he's, you know what I mean? Like he's got a little bit of pound in the chest. Yep. Not he's not one of those guys that immediately goes to the circle and celebrates. He kind of he takes a stroll. He's got the headband yeah. and the, the mustache. Yeah, it's awesome. It's Timmy's, awesome. Timmy's getting upset Timmy. when you come out here. Timmy. Timmy. I, and, 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 and I think it's contagious to his team. They love it. For sure. Oh, no doubt. I know. But if you're a UCLA fan, you're kind of like, this guy. <laughs> and when is Gonzaga had a, I mean, Adam Morrison was a this guy type guy, I guess, the way that you play. Adam I'm Morrison. just saying that Gonzaga's got swagger. Bit. There's some swag in the Zags. They're not the plucky underdog. No, anymore. they're not. Yeah, so they're the number one seed that's undefeated and tonight against it, Baylor yeah. has a chance to make history. They beat everybody by double digits. Like they're and a powerhouse. Then, and then to see this game in overtime go Gonzaga's way, because the previous overtimes, as we all know, went all UCLA's way. When UCLA uh went into overtime a couple times in the tournament, they would just go, they would just boat race everybody, and that would be the end of that. And instead they're down five. Instead they're down five, they get a three. They get the ball back. They get a two with just mere seconds to go. Oh and I'm watching it with Coop, my son, who <laughs> I did tell right at overtime, get off your iPad and watch the game. <laughs> We're going to watch this game. You're going to see this game. Best dad ever. You got to do that sometimes. So I literally removed it. There were a couple times this weekend. I got to tell you, get ready for this. Uh-oh. And everybody out there understands. We re- I removed every iPad. Every laptop that they've used for Zooming, for school, you know, and, and remote, and all of the remotes for every television in every room, I confiscated it and hit it. <laughs> Get outside, play 60. I'm serious. But anyway, so so here it is. It's time now. It's time. Like, focus on this game. Juzang misses, gets his own rebound, scores, ties the game. Oh my and I say the three words out loud. I say the three words out loud. And I swear to God, I said these words. I said, stop the ball. Stop the ball. Stop the ball. And Jalen Suggs lets it go. And 
And you know how people say afterwards, I knew it, right? You say, I knew it. Or, or you hear, hey, does it in practice all the time? Okay, you've heard yeah. that over and over yeah, again. Yeah. Mark Few said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suggs kind of said that. When he released it, everybody looks at the video. I know this was people were mentioning this on Twitter uh, over the weekend. He releases it. He knew it was in. Yeah, he knew. It was he in. had the he had he had the follow through. Yeah. He had the. I mean, look at his ups. Look at the way his hand is finishing, and then he and then he does the run, and it, he he knows it's in, and it and then of course with Raftery. Uh, it, it it goes in with the kiss. Oh, onions. Off, onions off with the, the back kiss. of the kiss. <laughs> and I got off my, my 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 seat, my chair. Cooper did. We're just like going crazy that that actually happened. He, he jumped up on the, the, the I mean. The scores table. The, the table was just like, unbelievable. Oh, it was unbelievable. And the man with the call, Jim Nance, is going to be joining us in five minutes' time. And it's Masters Week. It's op- first week of opening day baseball. It's April, people. It's April. And it's NFL yeah. Draft Month. Peter That's King will be joining us. There's so much to talk about here on this edition of the Rich Eisen Show, along with you as well at 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. When we come back here on the Rich Eisen Show, the great Jim Nance. But I want to tell you about my friends at Callaway Golf first before we go to break. Okay. And yesterday, Chris, took my first golf lesson in like... Oh, a real lesson. In years. Years. Nice. Because I'm getting ready. And not only... It's just great to be out there. It's Masters Week. You're going to want to play. So here's the best news possible. Callaway has a new epic speed driver. Oh, baby. It's got the artificial intelligence and the jailbreak technology that you've come to know and love. But they've got something called Jailbreak Speed Frame. So what it does is it connects the top and the bottom of the driver immediately behind the face to enhance torsional stability at impact. In other words, the driver head doesn't twist or deform when you hit the ball. So instead, the energy stays in the driver face, transfers to the golf ball. We don't know what that means. More golf ball speed. Jailbreak speed frame sounds so useful, and it's in all the epic drivers. Just about every player can use an epic driver. They got the jailbreak speed frame, all of them. Um, most players are going to love the forgiveness of the Epic Max. The Epic Speed is the fastest Epic, and the better player, Epic Max LS, capitalizes on the tour-preferred combination of low spin plus high stability. And when they say uh, better player Epics, uh, Chris, it's not for us. That's what oh, they're saying. Yeah. Okay. So check out the Epic family of drivers at Callaway.com slash Epic. CallawayGolf.com slash Epic. We are back on the Rich Eisen Show with Jim Nance. In a it's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop 
from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code EISEN. That's I B O T T A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show here on a very busy Monday. It is Masters Week. It is the Final Four weekend. And tonight's the national championship game between Baylor and Gonzaga. By the way, it's just, it's like, if you're Baylor, you basically snuck into the national championship game because nobody's talking about that blowout win over Houston. Not a single soul because of the way that UCLA and Gonzaga played out. And here is that fantastic finish as called by the great Jim Nance. Again with the ball in his hands. In the paint. Floater. Short. Got it back. Ties it with three. Gonzaga has time to do something. Sacks for the win. The great Bill Raftery and, of course, Grant Hill, along with Jim Nance. And we say hello, friend, to our friend Jim Nance once again. How are you, Jim? I am still on such a high. Thankfully, I got a little rest last night to get reloaded and prepared for tonight's follow-up to that. But, man, it feels so good to to be here in Indianapolis, to have the championship Mm. game tonight, the Masters this week. And thanks for replaying that call. You know, every time I hear it, I've only heard it a handful of times, I, I pick up on a little thing here and there and i heard raft uh just a moment ago say something about what a little kiss <laughs> and I, I remember coming back now on the broadcast because i haven't obviously watched the broadcast again right. but i did say within seconds of that raft that's the biggest kiss you've ever seen in your basketball career and he agreed of it course was. it was a bank shot it's a kiss and we we you know jim use we we do throw around the, the terms instant classic quite a bit because you know certainly in this day and age last year plus that we we're 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 hungry for it we're we're hungry for those moments where you know i was telling the story i'm sitting with my 10 year old son i demanded he put his ipad down to watch overtime and um you know and and we both you know uh 
got up off the, the couch together. And uh, this truly was, however, an instant classic. Where where does this rank for you, Jim? Well, I think for me, uh, in terms of games that I've ever called, I right. think it's the best one I've ever called in basketball. Huh. Uh, and I think that it's going to rank overall as maybe, maybe the greatest basketball game of the modern era. Now, I don't have the data points to go back and look at 1957 North Carolina and Kansas with Will Chamberlain going to three overtimes in a championship game. I don't have that. I wasn't born yet. But I, I think that this just barely nudges ahead of Duke, Kentucky, the Leitner shot. At the very least, it's this generation's Leitner moment. The shot was longer. Uh, this 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 was to get into the championship game. Christian's shot was to get into the Final Four. I will give you that Christian's shot had everything riding on it because Duke was down a point when he when he when he took it. So um, yeah, I, it's listen. I, it's hard to come up with anything that you could say was better than that uh, that anybody that's listening right now has ever seen in well, terms of college basketball excitement. Well, in terms of also the the backstory. Um... Obviously, Duke and Kentucky, Blue Bloods um, at the time, or, you know, obviously Krzyzewski was um, definitely building something, to say the least, (laughs) and had already built something. You know, here it's kind of role reversal, right? The Blue Blood of UCLA has got the glass slipper, and Gonzaga has the chance at history here. And that, too, just UCLA's journey to this point as well and how well they were playing my god i don't I, I don't know if that game obviously if that had rimmed out or not gone in we wouldn't be talking about ucla and baylor tonight jim for for real well how about the the charge call with 0.7 seconds to go in overtime the entire game rested in the hands of the official if he calls that a block call uh, you're sending juzang to the line with seven tenths of a second to go and makes one free throw, you know, UCLA is going to be in the championship game. I mean, and they called it a charge. So I mean, the game, the split second difference here and there is just amazing. And I don't, I just, I'm just so happy to have been able to share it with Grant and Raft. And hmm. we have such a fun time together. The three of us, uh, Unfortunately, with the protocols and all, we haven't had our normal march <laughs> togetherness. We haven't had a meal together. We haven't been allowed to leave our rooms except to go to the games. So we've been here for four weeks, mm. going back to the Big Ten tournament, and the four walls are closing in on me here a little <laughs> bit. I, I, I can't wait for the games tonight and then hop on a plane and get to Augusta where I can spend a lot of time outdoors. By the way, but, I, I, uh, I couldn't imagine a better yeah. place to break quarantine than Augusta National, Jim. <laughs> well, they're still quarantined. Still, I'm sure. Well, there, there are bubbles, but it, 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 there's uh, definitely a little more freedom to move around. You could go outside, and you will be outside for 12 to 14 hours mm-hmm. a day. So um, that that I relish and look forward to. But uh, just to, to have that moment, I when you're calling a game like that, uh, and, and everybody has their own style and approach to it. And my style, whether I'm working with Romo on football, working with Tony, um, or I'm working with Grant and, and Bill on baskets, I want to give them room. Or Faldo on golf. I want them to be able to have the freedom to be themselves and not be overly territorial about it. It's a visual medium. I like being a conversational play-by-play guy versus a guy who's identifying every pass, rebound, and and shot. Anybody can do that. And and so 
I like to get into the discussion arena and, and bring with it context, perspective, and framing in, in terms of history. So what I heard, just hear you guys play it back, what, was a reaction that probably was very similar to what was going on in the Eisen yeah. living room. Yeah. You know, with the iPad put down, you and your son were probably jumping up and down and hugging and rolling on the floor. I mean, we were pretty close to doing that ourselves. We we were talking at the same time, which is okay. Sure. I mean, at the moment, you can't script it. And um, I, I was proud to be able to set it up that Gonzaga had time to do something and for the win. And then you know, we all reacted the way we should. And, again, it's not maybe classical standalone play-by-play guy. I wouldn't want it that way. I, I'm a team guy, and I like the shared moment. And, and to be able to then get it back and, and, and within – Three seconds, I would be able to say that, that Gonzaga's perfect season is still intact. It's still on go. Um, I'm really proud of that, that that orchestration between the three of us. That we got so much in there, and you, you have no idea something that's going to happen. And it's uh, it's epic. I mean, that Suggs will he's going to go on and have. Uh, I'm sure he'll he'll be one of the first picks in the draft this year, and he'll go on and have. A fabulous career. You can tell the kid's super talented. But I don't care what he does. He's always going to be reminded of that shot. That shot's going to be something he's going to be wearing with him as far as pride for the rest of his for the rest of his years. Jim Nance here uh, on the Rich Eisen show, and I'm I'm wondering if and I, I I understand what I'm about to say sounds like hyperbole out of, on its face, but hopefully everyone <clears throat> will hear me out here is I'm wondering if this is one of those sports moments like the miracle on ice, like the Buckner play, where everyone years from now will assume it was for the championship, and it was not. And that there's Very good point. there's another game, and that's tonight. And um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if that is going to be potentially a factor this evening. Jim, what do you think? Well, you've got to come back to earth, that's for sure, if you're Gonzaga. And that happened almost at uh, the strike of midnight uh, on uh, on Saturday night. So you've got uh, you got a really quick turnaround physically and even more importantly emotionally. And Baylor is so good. It's, so, it's really indecipherable to me to tell you which team's better. Or, it's just to try to find the difference between the two of them. So... Uh, it, it was workmanlike and unmemorable, really, uh, the way Baylor dominated uh, my alma mater, Houston, uh, on Saturday. They, I mean, they, they were clearly the better team, and th- that's who they are, and that's how they're going to play tonight. So I do think this. I do think, if you if you want to say pay it off, mm-hmm. if you want that moment to have the, 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 the legs that you spoke of, Miracle on Ice, the Buckner play, um, well, I'm going to more directly associate it with with uh, USA Russia, and then coming back and playing Finland. Yep. People forget they had to play Finland for the championship. That's right. Uh, um, so um, because the Russia game was in the semifinals, and uh, yeah, I, I I mentioned to Mark Pugh last night. I actually made this same parallel, looking for context, and I said, you know, you guys have got to come back and you got to do the equivalent. You've got to beat. Like like the USA hockey team did, you got to huh? be Finland. He said, "Jim Baylor's a lot better than Finland." <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You know what? So, it, you know I'm going to use that line tonight. It's go so for good, it. But, of course, it, yeah. there's no question about well, I that. I gave it to you first, my man. Like you got it first. I yeah. will take the Jim Nance exclusive and run with it, um, <laughs> and and make sure everybody understands that when when they hear that tonight on CBS. And you know your your great friend um, Al Michaels on the call of of that you know back in 1980. He tells the story, and maybe this is something Mark Few can take the page uh, out of Herb Brooks. He said Herb Brooks told the team, uh, you know, in the intermission, down 2-1 going into the third period against Finland, you lose this, you'll take this to your graves. Like, th- that, mm-hmm. that, that everything that happened before, now obviously that might be something particularly signif- uh, uh, strenuous to say to, to a bunch of youngsters, but so are those kids at Team USA. I, I, you know, I, I, it is something tonight that Baylor could use to its advantage, saying, okay, n- everybody's sleeping on us, we just blew out Houston. And let's go. And uh, I'm wondering what you think the matchup looks like tonight. What do you, what do you, what are you guys talking about in your meetings beforehand? What do you I think? think here? You know, if Gonzaga has its legs, Rich, uh, this should be up and down the floor, kind of like the UCLA game was. We're talking about the highest scoring team in college basketball this year in Gonzaga. Uh, Baylor's the, I believe, the sixth highest scoring team. Baylor's the best field. Uh, uh, Baylor has the best three-point field goal percentage. Gonzaga has the best overall field goal percentage. They make shots. They take shots quickly. They're up and down the floor. I mean, I think the game is just going to be great. We've wanted this game all year long. Mm -hmm. It took four months for it to happen. They were here in this very city on December the 5th. And 90 minutes before the game, the game got shut down because a member of the basketball delegation for the Zags and a player tested positive in the Marion County. Uh, This is a Marion County uh, uh, town here. The health commissioner closed down the game. That was CBS's season opener, hmm. and now it'll be it'll be CBS's season ender. And it's four months to the day later. Here we go. And it's interesting. The game was actually programmed in concert with someone at CBS named Bess uh, Barnes. She's she's remarkable. She's a programmer. puts a lot of our our um, our basketball schedule together with. Uh, uh, with Dan Weinberg, they're great parts. He does. You never hear about them. Uh, they're programmers. They have unbelievable relationships. And they got together and thought, well, these two teams are going to be one and two. And and then Scott and Mark, Scott Drew and Mark Pugh are great pals. And they said, we need to do this because college basketball needs us to do this. We didn't have a tournament last year. We need to do this because it's what's right for the game. So they scheduled the game. All of those folks got together, hooked up on the phone. And um, the game never happened. As it turns out, as fate would have it, it does actually happen. It happens on the last game of the season. And again, it's just a sense of normalcy that uh, we're thrilled to see, even though the the stands are clearly abnormal. And and um, and and it's just as just the fact that the tournament's going off and and is ending tonight. You know, knocking on wood without without the proverbial hitch. We're we're all pleased to see it and then you Jim Nance head off to uh, Augusta National what do you think the story of the week at Augusta National is going to be with the Masters back in April well the first two or three days that I'll be at Augusta the main thing as far as the story that I'll be in conversation with with the players doesn't matter who it'll be will be the Suggs shot. All, that's all they're going to talk to me about. I, I know they're all watching. It happens every year. I try to transition, try to get into their minds and start rounding up some fresh information on the world's top players. And invariably, they want to talk to me about the NCAA tournament. So uh, that will be the story Love it. for a couple more days. 
But the story of the golf event will be back five months later, just actually one week shy of five months. Mm -hmm. It's that quickly turned around on the calendar. You've got DJ Dustin Johnson going for two green jackets in that span. Can he do it? you got Jordan Spieth riding high. Yep. All roads have been leading to him winning. Bless him, he did it yesterday. I mean, it's just fantastic to see uh, all of that go away, all that talk and chatter about how he can't, he can't, he's done, whatever. The mean-spirited stuff that was heaped on his shoulders, that's behind him now. He comes to a place where he's not only won, he's finished second a couple of times. He knows how to get around Augusta. That's going to be a great story, and who knows what else? You still got out there. McElroy who's, has been a little bit off lately and has made a swing coaching change. Uh, he's going for the career Grand Slam. You forget that. This is like his third or fourth attempt at going for the career Grand Slam. So there's an abundance of stories. Uh, I can't wait to identify them. Can't wait to uh, to drop in and, um, and and just get lost in the moment uh, down, down in Augusta. And, you know, it's Monday of championship night and the start of Masters Week is always one of the most fascinating days of my year, probably the most fascinating, because you've got the excitement, the jitters, the anticipation of what's about to happen tonight. You're about to call your 15th game in 23 days. You've prepared, you've talked to everybody, you're going to walk into that arena and realize all that history that's on the line. Meantime, I'm packing up. I'm putting stuff in boxes to ship home. I bought so much stuff. I basically had an apartment set up since I was, wasn't really able to to barely leave my room. And, um, you know, so I'm into logistics. I'm into trying to have this in my head tonight, the grandeur of it, get some thoughts in my head about the framing of this moment tonight, whichever way it goes. And then next thing you know, tomorrow I land at Augusta. It's 84 degrees and, and – um, you know, I'm at this place that I can only dream of as a little boy, and I never take it for granted. It's amazing, Jim. It's just truly remarkable. And, of course, you know, life is so damn short, as we saw with Tiger just a couple of weeks ago. What what do you hear about him? I'm sure there'll be a lot of conversation about him, uh, certainly at one point during the broadcast. Uh, are you hearing anything about his recovery right now? No, it's been uh, – really, truly, it's been uh, – that, that, that information has been held pretty tight, and that's just the way – Tiger wants it. As you know, I had the last interview with Tiger yep. some 36 hours before his accident. He joined me on the air in the final round at Riviera for the Genesis Open. He was kind enough to, uh, to, 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 to hang in there for 12 minutes. And, well, i got to tell you this story. I've got to tell you this story. Okay. So you check in with, with, with someone that, going to join you during a commercial break you make sure their headsets on can they hear you are their levels good this and that so we had the perfunctory hey tiger how you doing can you hear me good yeah oh good hey congratulations you know this was an anniversary year for his tiger woods foundation checked in hey can you stay for a while we're going to try to bob and weave the interview in with some live golf good i'm good i've got all kinds of time great yeah i'll do a segment with you guys perfect stand by here we go so now next thing you're on the air and, you know, you're asking Tiger questions about his foundation and how it's his help. And then I started to get into, is he coming back for Augusta? And again, we cut away a few times, and he's still talking over some of the important shots with Max Homa and all the contenders mm-hmm. who were taking place. Now it comes time to say goodbye. And one of the last things I asked him, would we see him at Augusta seven weeks from now? He said, God willing, I'll be there, which is a little eerie now that you hear it. Mm-hmm. And then I said, would you play a tournament running up to it? 
just to have a, a rep. He said, you know, all that I don't know. I'm waiting to see what the doctors say. Well, Tiger, thanks for being with us. And it's great to see you again. We hope to see you down at Augusta. At that time, Seller Shy, our, our producer, our esteemed producer, puts up a graphic that shows Sam Snead, 82. Tiger Woods, 82 wins. Jack Nicholas, 73. So this panel is on the, on the screen. So I'm reacting to it. So I look at it. Again, just recall whatever my a sense of history that I've been blessed with by the man upstairs, and I'm grateful for that. I said, hey, Tiger, take a look at this. So I just said, Tiger, thanks for being with us. Hey, you got it. Oh, Tiger, take a look at this. There you are with Sam Snead, 82 wins. And here's a story that maybe you don't even know, that when you first debuted on the PGA Tour as a 16-year-old, Sam Snead was the tournament honoree that, that week in 92 here at Riviera. He was on the program. They had an oil painting uh, presentation inside the clubhouse. And when you played, Sam Snead came down the hill and watched you play the entire 10th hole. He was in your gallery behind the ropes. He stood behind you when you hit your tee shot off of 11 Mm. and then made his way back up the hill to the clubhouse. And who could have ever known that that day there would be this fateful confluence of Sam Snead and Tiger Woods, two guys that are now linked with 82 wins all time. It's an amazing story. And about that time, um, Steve Milton, our, our director, said, Jim, Jim, hold on a minute. We're, we're, in, we're in commercial. I said, wait, what do you mean? He said, the sellers linked to you went down. We went to commercial a long time ago. I, I, I said, what about this whole story I just, I just dropped on Tiger about, about Sam Snead? He says, nobody at home heard a word of it. We, we left when you said, thanks, Tiger, for being with us. And all of a sudden, Tiger comes on and says, wait a minute, wait a minute. None of that ever got on the air. And wow. Milton says, none of it, not a word. Uh. And Tiger says something like, man, that's too bad. That was some really good, you know what, yeah, right. <laughs> really good stuff. Okay? That was some really good stuff. That was unbelievable. He said, how did you know that? I said, ah. you know, I actually had written a story a few years ago in Golf Digest about it, researched it, and found sure. it in some some files, and um, he said, man, I wish you guys would come back with that. And, of course, you come back, you got to get back to covering the golf tournament. I thanked right. him, but that was the last thing that he said. He was so bummed that that story about Sam Snead following him around uh, uh, two holes in competition when he was a 16-year-old, uh, it, didn't, it didn't make the light of air, as we say. It was, we were gone. Well, maybe you could tell the story at some point during the, during the Masters, giving him a shout-out. I'm sure he'll be out there watching, I assume. We'll definitely, you know, so. I'm sure, have several moments where we will – be bringing up Tiger. I mean, after all, when, again, you're dealing with history and context, I mean, there's hardly anything around there that doesn't remind you of, of a feat of Tigers in the past. So you can't plan it. It's a reactionary thing. We're there to show golf, and it's, I'm sure any number of times there will be uh, an occasion where there's a shot that's similar to something he's pulled off before or some historical context uh, that that I'll mm. need to make the parallel with Tiger and, and a given player uh, for this week. So we wish him well. I wish I had an update for you. Um, I'll just say this. I have nothing to base this on except having a pretty good understanding of what's inside that man's heart. I've been around him for the great majority of his 82 wins. High 50s, I think, is, 
57 or so wins, maybe something like that. I know I've been for nine of his 15 majors on, on the call, walking him up the 18th. I can't speak to his, uh, his x-rays, his surgeries. I can only speak to his heart. And if there's anyone that could ever come back from this, I'm betting on Tiger, and I don't think we've seen the last of him. You're the best, Jim Nance. Truly appreciate it. Have a great time tonight. Have a great Masters week. And, uh, you know, as I guess as a thank you, I don't know if anybody's made you aware of this call, uh, this this uh, soundbite, if you will, of, uh, of your call, a game-winning call uh, uh, of Suggs making that shot. But uh, this is apparently you, not Raftery and um, – and Grand Hill on the call, but you and Tony Romo on the call. I think some guy named Frank Caliendo put this oh, on social I love media. Frank. Here we go. Bless you, Frank, for what you do. I got to meet you one of these days. Uh, here, here it is. Here. Here's the call. Go for it. Don. Short, got it back, ties it with three. Jimmy got to get in the section. He's going to kiss it off the glass. Here we go, Jim. Tony. There it is. There's the call from Frank Caliendo. Uh, Jim, what do you uh, think? You know what? Tony sounded really good there. <laughs> he, he was all state in Wisconsin first team as a basketball player. Was on one of the first five uh, all state with Karan Butler. So he could have very capably done that. That's good. Yeah. Very, very plausible. He called it off the glass right beforehand. Pretty amazing. He's the- <laughs> That's perfect. Oh my gosh! You're the best. Thanks for giving me that one. No, Jim, you're the best. Truly, um, I I cannot. No, right back at you, and uh, let's get you back on when the schedules are out. I know uh, you and I always have a great conversation when that happens. So when the NFL Uh, schedules come out, I'll get you. Can't wait. It's you know, it's one of my favorite days. So. I've got to share it with you. That's a tradition. We'll do it. All right. Get uh, get ready for tonight. I look forward to the call in this week, too. Thanks for, the, thanks for the time, Jim. Appreciate you, pal. All the best. Right back at you. That's Jim Nance, one and only Hall of Famer. Yes. Let's and, go. And here's the one thing I, I love about Jim, um, and, and this is one of the many reasons why he is who he is. You He, he, he is... He is not, I mean, after all these years, guys called what, right? He was there at the Masters when Jack was Jack in 86. He was not, you know, in the 18th tower. He was, I believe, on 16th. And he was on the par 316th. First one, right? Was and first... So he, 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 that's how long yeah, he's yeah. been with CBS and calling so Incredible. many great events. He is so not jaded. Like tonight is truly one of the great nights for him. And then he goes... To Augusta National. I mean, if you are in a hotel, look, and and I say this with the utmost of of um, understanding how tough it is for so many people out there, okay, and how the pandemic has turned everybody's lives upside down. But just again, for a moment, just if you have to spend four months, four, uh, four weeks, one month in a hotel room in Indianapolis, Indiana, and then you want to spend time outside. <laughs> what is the greatest place to go to? If you had to choose a place to go outside. I know, Mike, you might choose the open sea, right? Would, yes. In I your unnamed boat or what have you. I understand that. I understand, TJ Jefferson, you would choose whichever outdoor stadium would be uh, played by one of your 19 teams that you would yeah, choose. Nine, Rich, nine. <laughs> Brockman, I understand, like Fenway Park might be a choice for you. I mean, pretty great uh, right I know, now. but you're also a Coast Guard kid. You might choose the open seas as well. You might Maybe. choose Alaska where you've spent some time as a, Absolutely. As a, as a kid. Augusta National has yeah. got to be up there. Not bad. It's not a Let's go to Augusta. Let's go to Augusta National and spend, I mean, what a... what a uh, Birds and azaleas and... Uh, so, my gosh, 
Oh, what a eight four four two zero four rich number to dial here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. We come back. I'll take the UCLA side of things on all of this since they are the team that bounced my alma mater. That's coming up. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed this is the Rich Eisen Show. We're back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Um, how great. Again, I just love listening to Jim Nance, one of the best storytellers of all time. And again, like he, he is, as he said, the man upstairs blessed him. Like he wrote a story for Golf Digest in 1992 about Sam Snead and Tiger Woods. And it, it's at the, at the tip of his fingers when immediately they sh- sh- throw something up on the screen. And... Um, and the number of times I, I've had something in in, uh, in the business where I, I keep going on and on and on. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we're, we're a commercial break. That's happened to me. <laughs> That's happened to me. Like, for instance, Mike Del Tufo thinks we're still in commercial break right now. No, so, I don't. Okay, very good. Um, so, Didn't even have your mic on. So um, I was going to talk about UCLA right here, and I'll put a pin in it. But um, my wife, my wife, my wife. My wife. Susie is uh, going to visit her mom in New York for the first time since um, this pandemic. Hit. Nice, nice. Okay, everyone's fully vaccinated. She's on a flight. She's wearing a mask, the whole thing. And so um, she is, this is also for the first time, I think in well over a calendar year, she has literally five hours to herself. <laughs> oh, that's true. Five hours to herself. That's true. Where what? no one, like, What's there's no, like? nobody bothering her. Mom, kids mom, are, exactly. Mom, That's not mom, happening daddy for me or anything. Yeah, there'll be daddy daycare. <laughs> there'll be a lot of, you know. Um, Taylor's going to come in second. It's time for bed, all of that stuff. And, you know, it, it's 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 going to it's gonna be a dicey week in, in the household. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> but, hey, you're I'm the best dad ever, though, bro. It's not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, you know, tip off here on the West Coast tonight is like six and change. And so yeah, like 620. It's going yeah. to be a little bit of the 
switching hour, about time to go to sleep. Yeah. If there's overtime tonight, I'm screwed. I'm screwed. I, let's just say I can't be live tweeting. How terrible that is for me to be a father. My children interrupt my live tweeting. The audacity. So, the reason why I bring all this up is God bless my wife. My wife. My wife. She, she does the Wi-Fi. She does the Wi-Fi. Unlike Brockman, she goes. She, yeah. she pays for it. My, one of my favorite stories of all time, when we did a show, we did a set of shows in New York. Brockman is on the Wi-Fi, um, borrowing the Wi-Fi from, this is prior to your current this situational prior, setup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you met a, a very nice young lady on the plane, uh, chit-chatting with her, you know, uh, being very friendly. Uh, and... You used her Wi-Fi on well, the flight, right? Well, you, because you refused uh, to pay the eleven bucks or ten bucks or ten ninety nine for the go go. Definitely not. It's way more than that. This was a situation where there was weather, so the flight. I, I do remember that. You I, went through I got rerouted yeah, back. Yeah, 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 I know because we, we hovered over JFK. Yes, they're like, no, you can't land. You got to go to Pittsburgh. Right. We went to oh, Pittsburgh. Remember that. And landed. Yes. And stayed there for an hour or Correct. two, and then didn't get to the hotel to about three in the morning. So I was just kind of letting everyone know, Rich included. Hey, this is what's going on with my flight. I don't have the Wi-Fi on my phone. I can't use the iMessage. Why don't you have the iPhone? The Wi-Fi well, on your phone? Because I, I like to sleep on the plane. Why don't you get the Wi-Fi on a plane? Admit it. Just say it. Just say the words you're too cheap. Uh, it's not. It has nothing to do with it that. Def- absolutely. On it a six-hour flight, I want to sleep. So anyway, the person sitting Are in the middle. Are you going to mid- chime in on this, The TJ person sitting I in mean, the middle <laughs> seat had it. So I used her phone to text you. I mean, I can't because well, normally I would have called him cheap, but my man, and look, I'm not here to put anybody's business out there, right? But the amount of cards that my man has purchased recently, Uh-oh. I mean, like, yeah. he's first off, no, this is a I different person over there. This yeah, he's is a different father. now. That's the old this Chris. This is a, a life this is partner. New Chris. This, is this, the is, Chris. this is a guy who's part Chris of, uh, and, and I, uh, yeah. you're, you're, you're paying off mortgages now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a guy who used to yeah. live in his car that you nicknamed Stu Gotts. Like, yeah, he's exactly. a totally different person yeah, now. He's not cheap anymore, Rich. TJ, you cannot compare now to like six years ago. No, he's a different guy. But anyway, the reason why I'm bringing all of this up is my wife, my wife, my wife. She, Susie, <laughs> uses her first text to me on Wi-Fi for a poll idea for the oh, Rich Eisen show. I like okay. it. Poll question: Do I watch The Fugitive? Oh, The Departed. Ooh, Anchorman, Casablanca, once and for all. Because I keep telling her she like, doesn't watch. She is. Oh. She doesn't. She's like Brockman. She's got so many black and white film era black holes. Oh. But she's not dead set against it. She's no. just like, when is she going to wa- have time to sit down and say, oh, you know, I don't really feel, I'm going to watch Casablanca. She's on a flight. And then she, just, she's, I, I, she gives a fifth option, or do I binge watch The Office? So I'm happy to remove Casablanca from the list because I think Casablanca okay. would get That's a home right, would so what is absolutely home stomped. So it's yeah. Fugitive, what? The Departed, okay. Anchorman, oh. or binge The Office. What and I understand, she- I understand that, that, you know, that's a big peacock streamer so my apologies to our friends at nbc sports on peacock if somehow the office does not perform well in this poll question when else is she gonna watch casablanca though i mean this is the this is the perfect time yeah, yeah you don't want to watch that on like an eight inch screen. yeah you yeah but casablanca if she hasn't watched it at this point she's never gonna watch have it have you so... ever seen casablanca no. of course you have at home that's a home Rich, movie hold on and with all due respect is that humphrey bogart 
Yes. Oh, Candace, I mean, 1942, so people. What? So what? So what? It's an amazing... 19, Humphrey it's Bogart. 80 years old. Here's so insanity. The Godfather played this weekend. Yes. All three in a row. And the amazing. new version of Watched Part 3, it. which was... a. Hang in there. Be careful with I your know, adjectives here with the Godfather Part 3. Still right. not a good movie, but it's just... Okay. It's but... That's going to be 50 years old. The Godfather. The first one. Right. Next, it's insane. Right. It's insane. And so, and guess so what? It's, 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 it's in color, so it's fine. <laughs> I don't understand this whole business of black it's and white and color. All right, so it's out. What should Susie watch on her flight to By New the York? way, Casablanca is one of the greatest it's World War II movies of, of all time. time. Of all time. Yeah. And it is very, it is very moving, and it is very well acted, and it is very well written, I'm and it is terrific. They've never remade that. That's thank God for no. Well, I mean, come on. You can't read. There's some remake Casablanca. Not do. But I no, understand. I understand putting, putting Casablanca up against Anchorman in a Twitter yeah, poll is get, just not a fair fight. That's yeah. like bringing a knife to a gunfight, to use the phrase from the I go departed. Oh, it's, it's not a long movie, only an hour and 42 minutes. Oh, my God. It's about. It's, it, it, <laughs> it's He's time. talking about. It's black and white, and he's talking about time. <laughs> It's obs- it's it's really he's doing this to infuriate me. I think. It's really working is. too. I mean, time <laughs> an hour and forty two. Casablanca is a terrific film, sir. Does it's it amazing. hold up? Oh yeah. yes, it does. Oh yeah, because it's about World War Two. It's about. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. It's you just a really it. good. You need to see it. And it's a love story. It's about. It's, oh, it is. Who would ending? play Humphrey Bogart in the remake? What do you mean? Like if they remake Casablanca? Like who's today's like, Humphrey Bogart? Yeah, like who would play Humphrey Ooh, Bogart in I the remake? Know. What do you got? Clooney? Well, you got to go to George, of course. Clooney would be... Of course, that's it, yeah. Easily my number. Rip the knob off. Rip the knob off. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. But Clooney's one of those types of guys that would never do it because it's Casablanca, and he understands it's in black and white, and it's an hour and 42 minutes. has nothing to do with its greatness. No, no. I was saying All I right. expected that movie to be three hours. That's what go I mean. to our poll at Rich Eisen Show. When we come back, hour two, I'll give you my two cents on UCLA. And Peter King joins us. It's draft month, everyone.